Check out Michigan, I can make it bounce. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Fake Ass Radio Show on SoundCloud. I am your host, Scav D. This show is brought to you by my poor liver. Taking and licking and still ticking. That's my liver. Check it out today. <laughs> Hello, Lori. How are you doing? Hey. <laughs> I'm going to bring you in. What's happening? I feel bad for your liver. Yeah, me too. I luckily, my liver is okay today, so. Yeah, we'll talk about my poor liver here in a little bit. Um, you want to tell our listeners what we got coming up in the hour? Yes. What's happening? Coming up in the hour, music from Santa Gold, Yak Balls, and so much more. And so much more. But first, we lined up another guest. We lined up a big one this week. I'm actually kind of starstruck. So, uh, without further ado, may I bring to you the legendary hip-hop MC, One Below. Hello. I got the applause in this way. Love. The crowd goes wild. What is up, love? Full fight. What up, what up? <laughs> A.K.A. One Man Army. A.K.A. Loby One Kenobi. What else do you go My by? pleasure to be here. The Anonymous. <laughs> Who is he? The Anonymous. Kimosabi, General Subliminal. You've got all sorts oh, of... Uh, Kimosabi? <laughs> ah, Kimosabi. So what's going on? How are you? Welcome. I'm I'm Glad good. that Welcome to the Fake Ass Radio Show. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Thank you for, for stopping by. Yes, yeah, I was a, I was definitely looking forward to it, you know. Um, I've been seeing her promote it for a minute, you know what I mean? Seeing things and seeing, you know... Just the excitement, you know, and like it just seemed like a fun time. So I was like, uh, I was in Egypt when I first got invited to the show. And I was like, oh, you know, like I'm looking forward to doing it when I get back to the States. So I'm just glad to be here right now. That's what's up. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go inside the rapper's studio here and get my scav lifting going on here. (laughs) I don't have that intro music. I should have pulled that, you know. Um, All right. So let's get right into you. Uh, you're from Pontiac, Michigan. Yes, sir. Grew up in Pontiac. Uh, born and raised there. Uh, tell me about your parents. What'd your, what'd your dad do? Uh, my dad, well, you know, I never met my father, you know what I'm saying? I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> uh, man, you know, uh, my biological father was in the military, and, uh, he also worked as a mailman, a postal worker, and you know, some other things. But uh my my stepfather, uh that actually married my mother, he worked in uh the auto industry. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, what at one of the plants, so that oh. was big in Pontiac uh back in the day was the Was yeah. it the Pontiac plant? Yeah, my mother was a my mother was a hairstylist. She still is actually, but um I remember, you know, when I was a young kid, she was like in, actually I remember going to beauty school 
cosmetology school. You know, I remember that's like, cool. The nice. heads. I've always wanted to do cosmetology school. Man, it's <laughs> not, man. When you like five, I feel like I need like to them, know how to do stuff. The like mannequin that. heads was like terror, terror. <laughs> <laughs> falling out of the closet you know what I mean rolling across the floor scaring the shit out of me you know? my buddy growing uh, up his mom had mannequin heads just staring at me on the just, counter just weave everywhere dude I know about those mannequin heads I know um, I always like to draw the like the eyeballs move <laughs> they always look I'm telling you man whichever way you shift they look at you shifty mannequin ass heads. mannequin heads so between uh, other than mannequin heads and stuff what else was it uh, what else was going on in Pontiac when you were growing up Man, when I was growing up, uh, what were you? What kind of stuff were you interested in? You know, I was a kid. You know, I was, I was in the playing. You know, running and jumping and climbing trees and playing sports and. What kind of sports did you get? <clears throat> I played. I, I want to say my first love was probably baseball. Okay. What and, position uh, did you play? Tigers. I played first base. That's a hard position. That is a hard yeah, position. I played first base. That's that what's was up, man. Uh, first base. Outfield, you know, um, I play like pretty much every position, you know, at some point. But uh, first base was the joint. Yeah, first base, right field, left field, that kind of thing. Um, I played basketball. Okay. You know, for a while. Lowe's been trying to get me to bring him to the court. Man, <laughs> dude, go. No, I haven't. I haven't. I've been reached out. All my shit's last minute, around. like I said. We still have some great weather going on. It's out cool, here. you, you know. It's, it's you know, you know what it is. Yeah, yeah I know. totally well, got time to get back out you know there. It is. <laughs> She'll get you out there. And I, yeah. I, 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 it's like I don't even like three months. It's like I don't even want to talk about it. You know. Right. What about? She'll uh, be like, "Yo, I just went. I'm sore." I'm like, I'm like, ain't we sore? You're telling me. I'm like, I'm not sore. Still want to play. I'm like, you want to go again? She's like, ah, oh, maybe not. Hey, we we uh, we won our basketball game this weekend. There you go. <laughs> like the one weekend we was going to go hooping, right? I think it was like sore from hooping already. Who, know? me? Yeah, I play like, like two times a week usually. In the I winter, like, I usually try to play two times a week. Yeah. Two, three. So, oh, yeah. man. I always am kicking shit. What's wrong I'm with me? I'm going to turn the bass like, down for you so we don't you even like, hear it. Oh, man, you know how you've been listening to beats all day, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you remember back in the day, what was some of the first hip-hop that you were exposed to when you were coming up? Uh, what made you realize that this might be what you want to do? Yeah, when were you first passionate? Yeah. You what, know, what, who, what, like, what artists do you remember when you were coming up? You know, the first artist that I really was exposed to I, that I can remember, I, I would honestly say, is um, Run DMC. Okay. There you um, go. You know, I pretty much, you know, as a kid, I listened to the music my parents listen to. Right. I think most kids do. You know, so cool in the gang and stuff. You know, they still was even banging vinyl back then. You know what I mean? I oh yeah. My Rocking pops, the brakes. Yeah. I remember my pops, you know, playing cool in the gang on on vinyl or my mom's playing Anita Baker or something like that. Okay. Um so that's the kind of music whatever music that my parents was listening to, that was like pretty much what I was kinda on, you know, as a kid. You know, and I'm talking about like four five okay. you know what I mean and then um, my cousin I got yeah, some he, run DMC on right now I yeah he had, this, he, had his, yeah. he had his run DMC tape and, tape? and it was just yeah and it was just, mm-hmm. We're just it was just totally different like from you know other music and so yeah it was all new he was like it was just a new thing to me you know what I mean and then you know of course like shortly after that 
seeing movies like Crush Groove or there you go B you know, Street that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? House Party. Um, House Party. That's what I know. I'm like, what is the other stuff? All that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, Electric Boogaloo autos, autos. Uh, there you go. All of that stuff and beatboxing. I don't and, think I've heard that before. Um, it was just, it was just, it was, it was such know. a new thing. You know what Breaking I mean? Breaking one and two. Electric yeah. Boogaloo. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Um, yeah. so it was like imitation. You know what I mean? And it wasn't, it wasn't like yo, I want to be a rapper. It was just like, oh man, that's cool. Okay, it's a cool thing to do. Everybody was trying to windmill or beatbox or. Break dance. Draw some bubble letters or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody was Chocolate DJing? Bubble. Where the DJ work at? I love Anybody drawing DJing? bubble letters. Oh, I'm really man. good at drawing bubble letters. Doing some graffiti. <laughs> yeah. I was never good at that stuff. My brother is amazing at that. Yeah. Yeah. DJing is cool, but you know, pencils yeah. was just a lot cheaper, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. yeah. Turntables. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't get more mobile. They were more mobile, too. It was, it was, too. <laughs> you know, wiggling your body is free, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Krylon cans. Beatboxing. And wiggling your body. Indeed bodies. it is. But, you know, but yeah, it's many different ways to express yourself, you know what I mean? That's um, what's up. It, it sounds like the, your childhood was pretty straightforward. It, you get into high school, and things take a turn here, and... I don't think this is a, this part is very uncommon for a lot of kids, uh, especially these days, myself included. Um, your folks split up, and then when that happens, typically the focus on the the kid is usually not there as much anymore, and the supervision tends to drop off a little bit. So you got into some trouble for a minute, but you're a strong person, strong-minded, intelligent, and it didn't ruin you. You learned from it, you moved on, and what you did was you went on and solidified your spot in hip-hop forever <laughs> by starting Binary Star and putting out the Water World, uh, world Record. Yep. In, uh, this I is, concur. This is about 1999, mm. 2000, right? 2000? I was yeah, just Yeah, this is about 1999. That's a timeless record right there, that first Binary Star album. That's a classic hip-hop record. Man, and, it uh, might be one of my favorites. Honestly, like... <laughs> I just recently, like within the last few years, kind of discovered it. And Lo, it's kind of funny because when I first met you, I really didn't know. Yeah. And then we started talking and we were doing the um, brunch for the Less Fortunate in Pontiac last Christmas. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was just doing some com- community stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Well, I know the album. Yeah, and I didn't know. I mean, I knew. Like, I'm when, familiar. When, when I like realized, I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, the, I'm like jamming this I'm guy over every here, day. Sitting here, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not worthy over here. Yeah. You know? Um, okay. So that album, that that album puts you on the map. And uh, talk about your Steve for a minute. Um, you're not the rich rapper, and you're not the broke rapper either. You're you're the conscious rapper. You're the one that has the that, that has a good message. And uh, but you have a, a a way that when you rhyme, you keep it interesting through great storytelling and just being generally entertaining with it. So I think what you do and the way that you do it is a lot different than a lot of these other MCs that are also trying to come out with their message. So you came out, you did that, and that album was really well received. So what I want to ask is, how does that feel at the time? Do you remember? Being as young as you were and putting out something successful like that that is well received and people like, how did that make you feel? You know, I don't want to say that it made me feel uh, a certain way. As far as like, what was I thinking at that time? Like, we was just doing doing what we wanted to do. You was know it I mean? fun? Did you have fun? Uh, 
Yeah, you know, I, I, would, I, I could say I had fun doing it, but, you know, like, that's, I think that's just, you know, being the type of person that I am, you know, the outlook that I have. Whatever I'm doing, you know what I mean? Trying to make the most of it and get the most out of it, you know, so. You do have a job to do, essentially, right? Um, I mean, I'm doing, I'm doing, you know, what's in my heart to do, okay. you know what I mean? And so, it makes sense to me, it might... You know, I might even think that I'm, you know, just reading a book, but who knows what I what I eventually get out of it, you know what I mean? You know, even down the road. So when it comes to, you know, making music, you know, even back then, you know, my whole intention was to just make something that I could appreciate myself, you know what I mean? Well, you weren't the only one, I'll tell you. I respect you weren't that. the only and, one. And, you know, like, I remember having conversations like, you know, just like, oh, man, why you want to do it like that? You know, like, why you, you know, y'all, you need you need 16 bars and a hook, or you need you need a hook, you know what I mean? I'm like, man, fuck a hook, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, I feel like fuck there's a, a, there's a <laughs> few songs on that album that you know, are just straight, like, 100-bar raps and, where you guys you know, are killing it. And I'm basically saying all of that to say, like, you know, the reason why I really appreciate that experience is because, man, we really just was like, man, this is... We want to do it like this, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't even like a question. Like, can can I do it like this or can I? Should I do it like this? Yeah, you know. And right. so because of that, and just putting it out, like we just put it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. We just, well, it was a time we didn't ask. You can gotta we, do. That's what you yeah, gotta do. Can we come out? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is it okay to put our music out? We just put that shit out, and people responded to it the way they did, and it was. It was awesome. I, personally, I didn't even know. Time. I didn't even know about that because you know I'm like I'm the anonymous. You know what I mean? I'm trying to <laughs> right. right. I'm trying to just you know I'm a part of hip hop culture. You know not not because I was voted in or because I was I'm in a fraternity or whatever is is that's not not what makes me hip hop or qualifies me to be a part of the culture. Like I'm it's a part of me, you know what I mean? So And you worked is. very hard to get you know, there too. And so that's how I, that's how I look at it. To me it's not the game, it's not, you know, the career or or nothing like that. It's like, man, it's it's a part of me. You know what I mean? And so expressing how I feel or felt at that time, you know what I mean? And it's it's such a part of me that I could go out and spit those, you know, some of those verses at 15, 20 years old, but I could, it's, it's still who I am. Though. It's right. not yes. like, absolutely. it's not, yes. you know, and, you know, I, I again, I appreciate things that happened before that to put me in a mind frame and even be able to speak like that, you know what I mean? Because, you know, sometimes you say some things and be like, ah, I don't feel like that no more. Or, you know, I take right. that back. And, that, and that's cool. That's, that's, a part of life too, you know what I mean? I've been there, you know, I've been there, but like when you record something, man, you can't, you can't take that shit back. Tell somebody. me about it. I'm 33 episodes into this damn podcast, man. <laughs> is it, are we on 33 or 34? <laughs> this is 34. Is it? Oh, 34. Yeah, it's my I golden it episode. So say what oh. you mean to me, what you say, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, totally. I think that that, and honestly, that I respect that because I think it's so important and it's refreshing nowadays. Like people need to just... Be who they are. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're passionate about something, do it. That's what's up. Yeah. Wonderful, Lori. What, uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And low. <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> so, um, all good things uh, must come to an end. Um, binary star ends. You go on. Uh, you go on. Uh, you do your solo thing. You put out a, a, a quite a few well-received solo albums as well. 
And uh, what that allows you to do is uh, travel around the country and the world. Mm. And uh, you were you were doing close to 200 shows a year. Uh, really? Yeah. That's a lot of shows, right? dude. Man, I was doing <laughs> quite a few shows. That's like a show every night except for 52. Now, what does that do to a oh, person? Does that take a lot out of you? <laughs> are you uh, or did you or are you mm. one of these artists that actually likes I mean, you being know, in different cities? You know, so it's a couple of things that I wanted to comment on that you said already, but I'll start there first. Uh, okay. You know, as far as, I'll say even appearances, you know what I mean? Because people would be like, oh, man, how you get so many shows? People would ask me that. I'd be like, what, like, what do they mean? What do they mean? How many, how many shows? But then I started paying attention, like, ah, okay. So I might hit a poetry spot. You know, I'm doing in-stores. I'm going to schools, mm-hmm. you know. Grinding. I'm not just hitting clubs or right. the open mic or whatever. No, you're you know doing what a little bit of everything. <clears throat> and it's it's and you know just coming where I come from, you go wherever the action is. You know what I mean? It's not like, I mean like of course I have options now, but man, if, if it's love in Albuquerque, that's where I'm at. You that's know what's what I mean? up. There you go. I'm going to Ypsilanti. I'm going to Detroit. I'm going to Austin. wherever. A house party. Hell yeah. You know. Uh, a boat, you know what I mean? Scab these basements. That's right. <laughs> it's hip hop in Bulgaria, Romania. <laughs> yeah, there you is. Know what I'm saying? So, it's all over. I was just talking about hip hop as a culture the other day. Um, I went down to Paramita Sound in Detroit. Have you heard of that spot, the record spot? Yeah, I heard about it. I haven't been on it. I went yet. down there on Friday for a beat profile, and I was just in class talking <clears> about <throat> cultural assets and communities. And I was looking around, and this establishment had, you know, 50 people spurring out onto the sidewalk. Beats were just playing. It was so cool. Mm. I walked in the backyard. I was looking around. It was like this, like, colonial house. I was like, mm. oh, this is crazy. And then some random dude came up to me. I was like, hey. I'm like, what's up? And we started talking. I was like, do you think that this place is a cultural asset? And he just took one second and said, yes. And I go, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly. No, Thank you. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hip-hop is a culture, dude. Without a, a doubt. I think yeah, it's a part of you. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> without a doubt. We still got like sound effects over here. <laughs> yeah, like, he was talking. You know how we do. Like a like a like a, a crowd came in, and, started <laughs> and I was like, man, did I just hear? We have an audience tonight too. Yeah, we have an audience. Yeah, yeah they can't hear us. They wanna, can't hear all the. You want to tell yeah. us who's here below? Oh yeah, yeah. MVG Gas Mash. That's what's up. Couple producers up in the building. In the you house. Gentlemen, you know, welcome. Uh, real quick though, I just wanted to go back real quick and to rewind a little bit. You know, so. You know, on the first Binary Star project that we put out, you know, okay. there, there was like a small little interlude where I, where I, you know, in my way, I was like defining Binary Star, you know, and I was saying like, you know, Binary Star is two stars that revolve around each other. And a lot of people will look at Binary Star and they'll think they were a group. But in, in reality, we're two MCs that revolve around each other and that's how we shine. I, I said that on that album, you know, and so when... So it was always kind of weird to, 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 I'll speak for myself, it was always kind of weird when people would be like, oh, you went solo, or like, like y'all broke up. It's like we, like, like I even said it on the album, like we ain't even a group like that, you know what right. I mean? Right, You're and two so, individual people. Right. Absolutely. Right. And so. As you should be. And so at, at, at the point in time when we decided to, you know, just. You be do individuals. Your, you do your thing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I guess Binary Star was a uh, man. You know the album wasn't wasn't officially out. You know as Masters of the Universe yet, and right. so yeah, man. You know I told this story a million times, but like we didn't even I didn't even know 
where people thought of binary star. You know what I mean? Well, that, that was before the <laughs> was it before the internet? The internet was around, but it wasn't as huge. Yeah, yeah. There weren't as many people on it. I right. didn't even know. And, and I and I'm and I guess what I'm for me, like it's not important for me to be checking my you know, my Your likes, likes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, right. my, and my comments to see like, yo, what are people thinking? What's what's the polls? What's my ratings? You know, how many people like that comment? Like, oh man, you know Gotcha. I don't you know, and that's you the don't thing. need that. That's and cool. So, though, and man. the fact and so the fact that I the fact that that's how I honestly put my shit out and to get the kind of love that I get, I know that people are feeling me. You know what I'm saying? Like where wherever I go, it's love there, you know what I mean? And it's not me pretending to or trying to get down with some click or trying to appeal to it. And you know, you know, whoever does whatever they gotta do, that's that's between them and whoever. But I'm just saying like I know that if 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 cats is following my music or the movement or you know, we rocking shows or they rocking with us, man. It's just authentic, authentic you know, love. authentic you expression. And like, you know, it takes one to know one. So, you know, I just wanted to clear that up, you know what I mean? Because, you know, some of the categories sometimes like, you're, you're this rapper or you're that. It's like, man, I don't, I personally don't say I'm a this kind of rapper or, or a, but, you know, you could be all of those things at once, though, you know? Well, there's, there many, there's many different definitions, too. There you go. Yeah, you know, you're, or none of them well at the rounded. same time. None I think you know. well-rounded is a good way to... Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're the well-rounded MC. Because, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, if a person says, like, your message, like, I do have messages. I ain't going to deny that, but it, but I'm always curious as what other people think that is. You right. know what I mean? Cause, okay. Because, you know, some people, look, you know, they'll look at something and be like, oh, man, that was grimy. And somebody else will be like, no, nah, that wasn't grimy. That was passion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nah, that was that was raw. It's well, like, that's the beauty of did, art, right? How yeah. people interpret things is exactly. always funny, and it's you know? and, and, and who's, I'm not even saying who's wrong. I'm right. just saying, like, you know. <laughs> You're not even, yeah, just, exactly. Just, I learn from those different perspectives and, and ways, you know, that people choose. You know, even if somebody just posted a line. I'm like, ah, oh, man, what made them? What made them quote that? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Right? What, what's what's the you know? You know and the I can process the backstory or the even when you even binary star now, I can appreciate it now in a way that I I couldn't appreciate it ten years. You know, ten years ago, somebody's like, this is legendary. You're like, ah, oh, <laughs> man, whatever. You know, but ten years later, if somebody's been telling you that for ten years, all right. around the planet, it's like, damn, that's right. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's crazy, man. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! It's because I need to pump my own brakes. It here. must be no, true. No, but I'm just saying this. I'm just, I'm just saying it's crazy. To, it's crazy to to just write something like off off, just out of your head. That you know what I mean. That people receive like that. You know what I mean. Tell me about your writing process. When you write a song, how does how does it usually go? Do you write to beats, or do you have a book that you try to fit stuff with certain beats, or how does it go? Man. Like when you actually do write, do you have a certain place where you sit down? Man, I, I I'll shape like a mold, you know what I mean? I'll bake it and then I'll break it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, it's it there's I mean I could tell you I mean I got so many songs, I could tell you like how I wrote this one or that. It, it's a different process for all of them really. You know, I don't I don't wanna that's be for another episode. We're gonna bring you back on. We're gonna go through and dissect your. Catalog. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to have. Yeah. I don't want to wrap the same pattern. I don't want to have the same rhyme. The, the same bars. The same rhymes. The same length. The same. So I'm always trying to think of something different. You know. Um, 
Keep it so fresh. sometimes I'm writing to the beat. Sometimes I'm writing to a song. Sometimes I'm I'm not even writing. Sometimes it's a, I'm rhyming a word. Sometimes I'm rhyming six syllables. Sometimes it's a story. Sometimes it's all of that at the same time. You know, the so, way you can take multiple <clears throat> syllables uh, and and keep that rhyme pattern going uh, is impressive. And again, not a lot of people. It's can a do challenge, that, especially you know? these days. I'm scared to even try rapping. <laughs> it's a challenge, you know. For me, you know, it's it's a it's it's an art form. You know what I mean? And like, you know, some people write hit songs or catchy songs or stories or different types of whatever. For me, rhyming is a, you know, at times it can be an, an exercise. You know what I mean? And um, you know, so I got stories too and songs with messages. And sometimes I'm just. I'm challenging myself to like, man, let me let me see if I can take this topic and do it in a way where it's cool, it's not it's not corny, you know what I mean? Or work, or let me see if I can Well, I, I was going to say you do it in a way where it doesn't come off. A lot of these MCs can they can come off as being preachy and you um, you don't. You don't at all. You keep it fresh and fun and interesting. I mean, know? I mean, you know, I mean, I'm I'm making music that I want to hear, you know. I'm talking to people the way I like to be talked to, you know what I'm saying? Whatever that means, you know what I mean? It's golden rule type shit. It yeah. is golden rule. I want to hear some cool shit. That's I want to hear up. some clever, you know, make, make me feel like you put some work into it, you know what I mean? And um, that's, that's what it is. It's, for me, it's art, you know. And so my art is, I mean, I'm using words. And so how can I... Man, how can I paint as many pictures, you know, with this like thirty second clip right here? You know what I mean? And it's it's crazy to, you know, like for me to write a song, you know, like I remember one time I was in the UK and this 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 man, this lady was like, "Man, true love, that's my story." Okay. And I'm like, "Man, you're you're from Bangladesh. <laughs> <laughs> you live in the UK." And like, how is that's my story? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Right. And like, that's you know, that's the power of. Did you feel so much love in your heart at that moment? Man, it's like it's like people connect, however they connect, right. yes. with whatever it is, and you don't you don't control that. Well, you know we have mean? similar stories too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? A, a lot of people can, uh, shared the same things. You know, yeah. in terms of life. Um, you you worked with a lot of cool people throughout the course of your career too. Uh, mm. To name a few uh, guys that I like in particular, uh, Chino XL is dope. Mm. Uh, Jake One, Jake. I started the show out with a Jake One beat. Okay. Um, you work with some dudes from Chicago, uh, Mole Men, okay. uh, Juice, yep. Ju Ice. Yep. That guy's a beast, man. <laughs> that guy's a beast. I remember hearing that dude on Sway and Tech. Uh, the wake up show back in the day, and this guy's freestyle. The wake up show. This guy's freestyle shit is better than a lot of people's written shit. Cool. Right? What's his name? Juice. Juice. I never yeah, heard of him. out of Chicago. What up, Chicago? Uh, Juice, uh, Juice is. Um, I mean, like, if I ever think like, man, he 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 can't he can't impress me or again, you know what I mean? He <laughs> he never ceases to impress me, like. You know, he has a photographic memory, you know what I mean? So Yeah, his, I feel like you his, have to when you rap his, the way that he does. Really? I need to hear it. It's, He's phenomenal. It's, um, yeah, man. I You know, I know a lot of rappers, you know, and I mean, he's one of the few people I know that could pr probably rap, could freestyle for like an hour 
and and an hour later still have you like whoa, oh, oh, <laughs> right. like and you know he what keeps mean? it very yeah, yeah, very like, in the moment nice. too very topical yeah. Yeah. Pull stuff this. from people yeah it's top. Oh, top. so yeah. what up shy town uh black milk you work with him he's another yeah. local guy raps makes beats you make beats too yeah i make beats how long you been doing that for man i've been making beats you know since you know, pretty much the beginning, you know. I started making beats, you know, in high school or whatever. Uh, what were you making them on? Man, whatever I could make beats on. I started making beats really on the, on the lunchroom table. Okay, right. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? I see that. Um, but the crazy part about that is, like, when I rhyme, I, like, my rhyme is like percussion, you know what I mean? And I know that's... I know that comes from me beating on the lunchroom table and rapping at the same time, you know what I mean? And then going in the drum machines and that kind of stuff. So just banging on pads or whatever is it's kind of innate, you know. Uh, and I think a lot of that came from, like, you know, honing that, like, you know, at that time. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, like, considered, like, a real instrument, you know what I mean? But when you think about cajones and all that kind of stuff, you'd be like, man, that's it really is... It's about rhythm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, beatboxing and all that kind of stuff. So ain't nothing but a drum beat. So and it's all free. It's yeah. free, right? Bang but on, but bang some on of the those table. some of those early uh some of those binary star beats, you know what I mean, that uh me and Deacon Post made, uh um around that time most of those beats were made on the S B twelve hundred. Okay. Like, you That's know, classic some of the, stuff right some there. Some of the drums, you know, S nine fifty. Um and then we eventually like transferred over to the MPC, you know what okay. I mean? Okay, I want to learn how to use one of those one day. Yeah. An MPC, man. Did you ever meet? Uh, did you ever meet Dilla? Uh, the one time that I can say, you know, I, like we was in the same spot, like like a couple of times, you know, over the course of time, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, shared the same bill, you know, and and like mostly. During the time he was in Slum Village, you know what I mean. Right. Like I remember one time we had a show in uh, Ann Arbor, at the Heidelberg, and he, like Binary Star was on the bill. Slum Village was there, and uh, man, that would have been a fiery and, show. And man, Common wasn't on the bill, but Common was there. Oh, you guys were blowing like, it I, down. I remember. I remember. I was like, "Yo, what up, Rashid? Like, here's my CD. Like, I gave him my album. Like, <laughs> I called him Rashid. Like, like I know him and shit. You know what I mean? Amazing." Like, I, but That's you know, amazing. but I remember Dilla was there though. You know what I mean? And they, you know, they, it was Slum Village, and they, you know, they was definitely popular. But it wasn't even like this, like the Slum Village that we, you know. Um, okay, so this is it a was long, still long, long yeah, time man. Ago. Okay, and you know, like yeah, man, cats are still bubbling and budding. You know, Dilla was definitely big back then too. He was doing a yeah. lot of stuff with Tribe and yep. Farside and them already. Bus a bus. Um. But yeah, that was that was, you know, we we would go to like, um, it was this one spot on the East Point, you know, and like man, you might see Proof and Bazaar come out there, and you know, Proof would be freestyling or whatever, and then bounce or whatever. Big Proof. I mean, it was it was that kind of time period where like, you know, if you was on the scene, you know what I mean, you knew people that was on the scene, and it's sure. and it was. We was going wherever. It was, it was before social media, but we knew where everything was at. Right. You know what I mean? Like, how did you find out where everything was? Beepers? <laughs> cell phones? Yeah. Home phones. That's probably what it was. Man, I, yeah, I don't... Yeah, you just... 
you know, flyers was important. Like you know, send the a Motorola, seagull. send a seagull with a letter. Motorola Sky Pager. <laughs> yeah. back the the one where you can like see the words. Right. That was <laughs> a was. shit. I think my first pager was off the black market. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, shift gears uh, to shift gears away from the music for a second. Um, you changed your religion. What did you? Uh, now you that, this is a deep topic, man. Let's so go. If, if you want to go there, let's go. We're all right. Assalamu alaikum. So what did you change? Like, what did you, you converted? You converted to Islam, right? Okay, so, all right, you know, I'm a word dude, so I'm a, I'm gonna use the words that I use. You know what I mean? So when you say I, I changed my religion, uh, from a historical standpoint. I could be like, nah, I didn't change my religion like somebody else did. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, you know, that's why I was like, ah, it's a deep topic. You know what I mean? Um, so, I can respect that though. You know, to 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 understand, because I I can't sit here and honestly say like I know exactly where I come from. Like I know exactly what tribe in Africa. You know what I mean? Right. What I do know from the, from the little bit of research and and study that I've done is that. You know, there were definitely, I mean, from the time that Islam came on the scene, you know what I mean, uh, in in the Arabian Peninsula, you know what I mean, till the time that the Spanish sailed west. I mean, basically, Islam was in Africa for 800 years. Okay. And it's not hard to believe that many of the Africans that were imported as slaves came from, you know, African tribes, and a lot of those tribes were were Muslims, you know what I mean? And already practiced the, uh, that stuff. Yeah, man, and during that time, like, if you were a Muslim, you were probably well-traveled because you probably traveled through Mali and Ghana and, you know, Egypt to get to Saudi Arabia to make the pilgrimage, and people were coming from China and all over the world, so it was, it was like global citizenship, and a lot of people, they were scholars, or they, you know... Maybe they spoke different tribes, you know, in different languages and stuff like that. But, you know, the Arabic language, a lot of them was like literate, you know what I mean, in that in that way. So the way that we came into this country, you know what I mean, that's, like I said, that's a whole different conversation. So the way Christianity impacted, you know, the African. Um, so when you ask me that I changed my religion... You know, by the time I got to prison or whatever, I started, you know, just studying history and studying, you know. It started with me, like, basically reading the autobiography of Malcolm X, really. You know what I mean? Okay. And just thinking about stuff like, man, that's deep, you know? Right. And, uh... What was know, different about it? I, I feel like there was something that... that you know what? That, you know what stood out... draw to it. You know what stood out to me? It's like, uh... You know... Um, so this guy comes to me and he's like, yeah, you know, young blood, you remind me of one of the ancient Egyptians. And I'm like, man, like, fuck, you know, like, I'm, I'm 18 years old, you know, I'm like, I'm like the fuck out of here, man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, I told my pops to give me a Bible, you know, I called, I'm like, yo, man, get, you know, and in my head, I'm thinking like, yo, when these dudes come at me talking about King David and Solomon and all this, I already, I'm like, I'm already going to know where they're coming from. Okay. So... When I went when I went to jail and got locked up, this is the first time. Like, th this is like my first time away from home, really. Mm -hmm. So. And you were eighteen. Yeah, I had just turned eighteen years old. You know what I mean? And so, there are no parents. Were you scared? 
There are no. Scared. No, I wasn't scared because, you know, I wasn't scared. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I'm a girl, though. I'd be scared. I'd be like, ooh. But, you I know, was scared. Unfortunately, a lot of people I knew was already there. Oh, you know? okay, okay. <laughs> like a lot of homies. Like, Truth I don't, be told. See, now, I, did. I didn't know anybody when I had to go to jail, yeah. man. I didn't know a damn soul, so I was scared. You know, it sucked. But, but, you know what I'm saying? That was the first time that I was out. I, I didn't have peer pressure. I didn't have my friends. I, it wasn't no, no girls. Nobody was like, why are you reading that? Right, right, That's right. what it means. It doesn't mean that. What are you reading that for? You know what I mean? So this is the first time I started reading the Bible alone. It's like, probably the most there, focused you'd ever there was read. No, there was no preacher telling me this is what the Lord said. You know what I mean? I was reading it for myself. Like, Well, had you read the Bible before? I, you know what? I read the Bible all, all my life. You know, really? Like being in church. But, but yeah. I read... You know, I read those selected verses, you know right, what I mean? Right, 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 or right, those, right, right. those nibbles and bits, you know, that they put together, you know what I mean? And I'm not I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying I appreciate being exposed to it in a place where there was no tribalism involved or no, you know, do it because I, it was like I could sit here and think to myself, like, you know what, this makes a lot of sense to me, you know what I mean? And what I, what I thought was Islam at the time, you know, coming up where I came up, I, I thought like the nation of Islam and the black man is this and the white man is the devil and this. I, you know, I didn't I didn't really understand what Islam was about until I actually read the Quran. And when I read the actual Quran, I was like, man, this is this is nothing like anything I've ever even heard of. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. And um, and that's what attracted me to Islam. And so when I started reading the Quran and I read this verse and it said. It said, be like Abraham. He was neither a Jew nor a Christian, but he was one who bowed his will to God. It's, that's what Islam is. And I was like, like when I read that, my mind just said, Your like, mind Whoa. was blown. Go. <laughs> <laughs> because, it, because it's not, <laughs> exactly. It, because my understanding of Islam is it's not about being anything other than, you know, the, the natural state, which is submission to the will of something that's bigger than anything, you know what I mean? Okay. Well put, higher um, power. Yeah, most deaf. And okay. um, you know, people like I don't believe in God. I believe in a supreme being that's above everything. I'm like, all right, tomato, cool. tomato. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we don't gotta be sitting here. <laughs> I'm not gonna blow you up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I ain't gonna yeah. like as long as we can get along, being who we are. That's that's whatever. So changing religion and all of that to me. Islam is not a religion. It's 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 the way, it's the it's it's a way of life. You know what I mean? Okay. And so, do you, yeah, do man. you pray five times a day? It, it, yeah, that's the that's the part of it. You yeah. know, it's it's a discipline. You know what I mean? Just like I don't want to say it's like, but I mean, kung fu is a discipline. Jujitsu is a discipline. So, man, what whatever your your discipline, whatever disciplines you to eat and think and feel and treat people and animals and even the planet. You know, with the respect that it deserves. You know, the Creator, and, and you know, worshiping the Creator doesn't mean that I I judge people. It means that if you love somebody, and you have children or family or possessions, man, I'm gonna respect your possessions with the same love that I have for you. And so, if I believe that the Creator, the one that's responsible for all things, owns everything and and everybody, that means that I respect people and I respect things with, with reverence you know what I mean right. because it's a the good one, way to be because the one who created it is, is is revered with with doing those things with perfection and so all of these people 
it's, it's my family, you know, the animals, the everything that I share the planet with. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, I, um, love. Well, I was telling you that I went to that uh, mosque a couple weeks ago and, did, and actually observed a call to prayer. Okay. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, and I, they were super friendly. And they took the time to discuss with my class about Islam yeah. and Muslim. And then we actually went to the Arab National Museum in uh, okay. Dearborn. It was cool. Yeah, most people. And yeah. I actually got a Quran. A Quran. That's cool. Quran. Yeah. yeah. A little mini one. I'm okay. like, oh. You yeah. read this in some leisure time. Check this out. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You know. Well, I like the way that you eloquently least, put that. To at least be open, open to you know, just different. Yeah, totally. Different things. You know, I you do know think I mean? that a lot of that is the fact that uh, you've been, you've traveled, and, and yeah. that was just the beginning of your travel. And yeah. you know, when you embrace something, when you embrace the universe or life or God or yeah. whoever, you are allowed to follow. It. Yeah. Follow the universe. Or, I didn't, or you know, I, the way I got exposed to it, you know where I was at, you know, for me, it was like an exposure to more culture and more, you know, the globe. Cause you know, the, the conversation is, Oh, you children of Adam, you know? And so now I'm looking at Egyptians or Nigerians or, you know, whoever, like that's my, that's my family. Now it's not though, you know, those people over there, right, 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 right. Those, you know, those Africans, you know, it's like, man, those, those are my brothers. That's yeah. that's my sisters over there. That's we are family, and to understand the globe in that context, you're not afraid to go home. I'm not afraid to go talk to my neighbors, right? You know my my Absolutely. Iraqi neighbors, my Muslim neighbors, my Chinese neighbors, my Jewish neighbors. I, you know, because to understand that we are people. There you go. We share in this place. You know what I mean? That my my the box that somebody else is trying to put me in shouldn't cause me to divide myself from. It's just understanding Other boxes. It. Yeah. Simple it's, it's, as that. It's having the willingness to understand. <clears throat> yeah. Right. You know, so. You mentioned Egypt uh, a couple of times. You have started a family uh, throughout the course of the last few years, and then you moved them to Egypt, right? Uh, we, we all moved ourselves, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You went there. Oh. Everyone go now. <laughs> Mush. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, when did you do that? There's the uh, wolves mushing right now. Ah <laughs> uh, man, nah. You know, I think uh, back in 2007. You know, uh, you know, it's when we first relocated, and uh, I couldn't tell you like. Back then, I I didn't know like man, maybe I'm there a month, maybe six months, you know, a year. Were you or like whatever. backpacking or something? Did you stay no, in a no, hostel? I mean, no, like... I, I you know I, I got friends and family all over the world. That, I see. Okay, cool. You're very fortunate. Kind of telling me like, yo, man, come check this out. You know, come check this place out. It's like this. You know, here's yeah. the cost of living and the schools and all that kind of stuff. So obviously, when you have people like that in places. It makes things a lot easier. Hell yeah. To, totally. To, you know, and so, yeah, and so went out there and checked it out, and it was cool, you know. And, and, and you know, for me to even say it was cool, you know, I don't, it's not even a take away from the seriousness of events that has been going on there for the last couple of years. Because, you know, right. it's a lot of people that I know there that's, it's not cool, you know right, what I mean? Right. Just like shit is kind of real there. Just like all over it's the world, not kind of. It's really real. You know what I mean? But it's definitely a, um, you know, a wealthy experience, and um, you know, just a cool, 
position in the world to experience different cultures and different people you know what i mean and it so, warrants discussion too we uh because this is not something that people do every day it's it's uh it seems pretty drastic to go and, and up and move into a completely different and you country. know it, it you know and it, it it's not something that some people completely do every day and it's something that some people do completely every day you know what i mean because it's you know because in cairo for example the 18, 19 million people that's there, you know, it's a lot of people from, you know what I mean? You meet you meet people and you meet families and you be like, oh, like, and it's like, it's it's it's, it's kind of normal for them, you know, whether it's military or students or, right. you know. I mean, it's a global economy. People yeah, travel yeah. like that a lot. But I think that our listeners probably are not uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. apt to be traveling to Egypt regularly. Yeah, yeah. But, no, I understand, you know. I understand. <laughs> Well, I imagine we're going to have some some Egyptian listeners on this episode, yeah. though. P- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so there you go. What do you, uh, you? So you're just basically back and forth uh, now. You 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 have your own place there, and you like it. Egypt, there now, huh? Egypt is, um, you know, like, you know, since 2007, obviously, I've grown into, you know, different things over there. But, um, you know, at first it was. It was more so, you know, a family move. It was more so about studying and, and education and, like, you know, uh, getting focused on that level. It wasn't, you know, it definitely wasn't a career move or something like that, you know. But over time, I started realizing, like, oh, man, I'm only two hours from Greece. You know, I'm only four hours from Germany, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. And then you can like, travel like crazy become a, It does oh, become man. a career move then. Like, yeah, right? like, man, the tickets to Australia is... Half the, the yeah, price from here. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's go, extravagant and, traveling. And then you know, I started meeting more artists there and more studios, and you know, and like I said, and, and, and the the way that I went about doing that, you know, I, I didn't force it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you you let things happen. Yeah, because I because I would come here and like work, like I'm touring, I'm working, grinding, just grinding the American way. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I said, being able to see things from different, you know, it. I would like to believe that it that it impacted my writing, you know what I mean? Like like any other thing would, you know what I mean? But just di- getting different perspectives of you know, the same things, just getting di- getting new perspectives and new experiences, you know what I mean? That's um, what's up. That's what's up. So, I appreciate it. I think it's incredible that you have you have a home that's far far away from your from your actual home. So, that's remarkable to me. So yeah, man. maybe someday I'll have the same thing. Someday, yeah, we all you know? got it, man. You, you got a home over there too, man. Yeah. You know? Nice. Cool, cool. Uh, what do you got on the radar? Anything coming up for you? Uh, It's a lot of things right now that, you know what I mean, is definitely in the works. You know what I mean? It's a couple projects that's, you know, done. You know what I mean? Just kind of basically like cooling off just getting out of the oven kind of thing you know a couple instrumental projects okay Um, you know i've been talking about this book for a minute you know what i mean and like man i'll just wake up with like a new like oh like you know and and you know it's not one of those things you know some people be like oh man you know you'll never finish it it's like it's not even that but it's like man it's just dude i think people would read your book it's not finished, you know, so, but, but, uh, the book, you know, is definitely like something that I'm just taking my, you know, for me, I'm, I'm more like a, uh, writing's hard. I would love to write a book. It's dude, hard. if Rude Jude can write a book, you can write a book, yeah. man. <laughs> and his and, book know, is supposedly good too. And it's, it's mostly like poems and, and rhymes and Pretty. stuff like that. I'd like, but, I'd like um, to see it. 
But uh, you know, it's uh, I took a lot of you know. A lot of people don't know, like like uh, my albums are the fetus, sonogram, stillborn, rebirth, labor, kick, push, baby. Like that's the that's the theme of my album. So right. I took all my biographical rhymes and then I kind of like Frankenstein them into like a chronological order. So it's like a it's like a lyrical bio. You know Sick. what I mean? Right. Oh hell and, yeah! Um, okay, okay, well you need to get on that. And, <laughs> you know, and I you know I want to push that with my next record. So okay. I, I kind of. So instead of me like, yo, I got to put my record out now, it's more so like, you know what, man, I just want to contribute some shit that that can only come from me, you know what I right, mean? Right, absolutely. And that, it, it's more important for me to do that than to have a hot track this summer or to have, right, right. you know, whatever, you right. know. Um, Word. And, you know. Cool. Well, we're going to be on the lookout for that. Yeah, hell Word. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know. All right. Well, one below, you're on Spotify. You're on Bandcamp. Where else are you? Uh, you're man. all over. You're all over. You're everywhere. Man, it's cool to be everywhere. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? You literally you know, are everywhere. Once, you know, give uh, them a Google right now. Um, you can definitely check out my website onebelow.com. It's a lot of stuff on there. You know what I mean? It's a band, a Bandcamp page. You know, I'm on. You know, most of my 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 handles on Twitter and Instagram and all of that is one b double o seven. O-N-E-B-E-D-O-U-B-L-E-L-O-7. There you go. 1-B-0-0-7. And if you've heard him, if you've heard his music, you know how good he is. Great MC, even greater message. Uh, got a delivery, keeps it interesting, keeps it fresh. I said he doesn't sound preachy. And if you've seen him on stage before, you know how hard he works on stage. This guy writes clever, wordy bars, and he goes out and he hits every syllable as clear as day, and he don't need no hype man to do it either. And that's just impressive shit. All yeah, right? So we are glad to have you. Yeah, Thanks man. so much for coming by. Thanks for all the kind words. And just know that I'm not the meatloaf rapper. I'm not the taco rapper. I'm the taco salad rapper. <laughs> you yes. Hey, I love me some taco salad. Shit. Could have had that for dinner. Guacamole, baby. <laughs> You're going to hang around for a bit, right? Yeah. Okay, right. cool. Uh, weekends? Anyone do anything nope, fun? No, I didn't do shit. No? I went to, actually, I went to the beat profile at Paramita when I, earlier. I mentioned that. And all I did was I went to the Odd Side release. I, I told you about that earlier. I went down, drank some craft beer. Mm. Great craft beer. Some bourbon barrel-aged craft beer. Were you beer. cheesing for pictures? No, Cheese. that's you, Lori. Oh, my <laughs> the only one that cheeses for Cheese. uh, selfies <laughs> and all that stuff. Hey, fuck you. We're about to get our selfie <laughs> game on right now. Uh, so, uh... Yeah, I had a great time there. Uh, you go, you wait in line. There's a good camaraderie when you're waiting in uh, lines for beer and for food. That's different. Than Everybody's waiting. cheesing. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> it's different than than a line for a concert or a show. So, uh, uh, real quick, I want to shout out these guys. Uh, I waited in line with these guys. Uh, the West Michigan Craft Beer Enthusiasts group on Facebook. Okay, that's who we stood in line with. These dudes were feeding us beer the whole time we were waiting. These a good group, good group of dudes. They raise money to right now. Uh, their cause right now, they, uh, there's a nine-year-old girl with leukemia named Lola DeYoung. She's got a GoFundMe that these guys are trying to raise some money for. Uh, it's Lola's WMC BE and Friends fundraiser. And if you want to go and donate some money, if you want to donate some craft beers, some, some of them beers you've been sitting on for people to, to bid on, go ahead and do that. It's, again, GoFundMe, Lola's WMC BE and Friends 
fundraiser. That's from the uh, West Michigan Craft Beer Enthusiast Group on Facebook. So those are good guys. Yeah. All right. Shout out to them. Shout out to Oddside. They're doing good things. So, yeah. What do you say, uh, kitties? Want to move it along? You want to get into some old uh, music here? Yes. All righty. Let's do it. Yeah, we're gonna play some music. <laughs> okay, we're back. Ah, music time. Music time. No, well, you uh, you brought a song. I'm already getting all offended. <laughs> I turned you down. <laughs> What'd you bring for me tonight? What'd you bring for us? What'd you bring for the for the show? What are we listening uh, to? Yo, tonight? I got this track called Thumper. So. You know, I got a couple of homies in the building. You know what I mean? We got this production crew called the Autocons. So my man Gas Mask made this beat. So I was like, you know what? Is he part of the Autocons? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I could have played, you know, a lot of songs. I was like, you know what? I'm going to play this joint. You know what I mean? Um, It's not that old. And, uh, yeah, man, my homie made the beat. He's in here right now. So I was like, you know, shout out to Deacon Pose. You know, Tyrant, all the cast is down with the crew. But uh, yeah, this is called Thumper right here. Okay, on the Fake Ass Radio Show, Scav, Lori, One Below. Shout out to all the ones who never doubted me. Eyes once blind, now I see how it gotta be. 
Thumper, thumper on the like fake that. ass radio show. Scav, Lori, one below. Was that exclusive for us? Has anybody heard that? Are we yeah. the first people to hear that or what? Uh, it's it's a uh, in light rotation. You know what I mean? It's, it's definitely it, almost there. It's definitely some new some newer stuff. You know what I mean? Okay, that's what's up. There you go. Thank <laughs> you for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, thanks for playing it, man. Thanks yeah, for us up in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lori? Yes? You want to play a song? I do. All right, what do you got? Um, I honestly don't even remember what I told you to play. <laughs> so let me look at my phone. <laughs> look at your teeth. Um, well, I know, oh, yeah, I know I'm playing Santa Gold. There I know go. that. Um, I just can't remember the name of the song. It's called Disparate Youth. Disparate Youth. Um, disparate? I came across. Dis- disparate. 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 I, I think it's means. disparate. I've never heard that word. I think I've heard I Googled it when desperate. I first saw it. I don't remember, though. Um, but, anyways, it's a, sh- it's a song by Santa Gold. It's called What? <laughs> this disparate youth. Disparate youth on the fake ass radio show with Scav D and Lori Wilde. Yeah. Don't look ahead, there's no new weather. 
this song. That's that joint. That's that joint right there. That song got me feeling some kind of way. Why do you keep turning my microphone down? I I didn't get you up in time. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Okay, Simple as trying, that. you trying to say it's something? My board Are you work. trying to tell me something, this Scott? This is my terrible board work. <laughs> Fake-ass radio show. That's what's up. I like that song, Lori. Yeah, good that's one. a good one. I like Santa Gold. She does a good job. She has a couple of really great songs. Yeah, good jam right yeah. there. All right, well, shoot. Last song of the night is going to be played by me. Mm-hmm. All right, um... RJD2. I've played that Ooh. guy before on the show. I think I played him too. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah you did uh, his other group, his other project. No, you played, uh, what's his name? Aaron Livingston. Weather People. Weather People. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did that song too, but you played that Aaron Livingston too song too. I don't uh, remember that. Ice, Ice House or whatever uh, the, his other group is. Oh. Iceberg. Yes, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't called Iceberg. So he's been featured a few times on this show. He's a producer out of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, he released a mostly instrumental album back in the day called Dead Ringer. And uh, you've probably heard some of those songs in uh, commercials. I'm not actually playing off that album. Uh, Yak Balls is an MC from Queens, New York. That's right. His name is Yak Balls. Yak Balls. And uh, he's part of the Weathermen crew. And uh, what he did was he took an instrumental song off that RJD2 album, and he put some feel-good, back-in-the-day rhymes uh, over it for his Siphontology mixtape, which came out a few years ago. And uh, great record there. And uh, he did a good uh, good job with this song. So here you go, Yak Balls. This song's called Glory Days Gone. Fake-ass radio show, Scav, Lori, One Below. Let's go for it. Let's take one. 
Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Fake-ass radio show. I thought for sure it was the like song song, and then the guy started rapping. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. You've only heard the one version. Yeah. Yak balls. I keep thinking of buffalo balls. <laughs> Bison's supposed to be the leanest meat, besides kangaroo. What about ostrich? No, I don't think ostrich is up there. No? Mm-mm. I think ostrich would be fatty. I don't... Uh, no? I, I I can't say I've ever had uh, any it's of what? it. It's what? Super lean? Super good? Dank. It's oh, dank. it's dank. It's go. not even good. It's like dank. Damn. Like, I don't know. I had an ostrich burger. <laughs> just a it's big, legit. Just a big breast. Just, just <laughs> with frog legs. Ostrich, <laughs> ostrich breast. Just one big. You ruined my experience. <laughs> Butterball breast. breast. Breastuses. <laughs> what, uh, Lo? You got anything coming up? You can't eat ostrich, man. No. <laughs> hey, man. Who does that, man? <laughs> I think that was on a menu at a restaurant I was at in California. I'm sure it's a delicacy. Yeah, yeah. maybe it's like not. An ostrich burger or something. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> you got any events on the radar coming up? Anything happening? Uh, yeah, I was planning a surprise birthday party. Um, more like a open mic kind of performance kind of thing all right you know what i mean cool uh but it also happens to be the same day as my birthday oh don't so tell, you're throwing don't a, tell. you're throwing a surprise party for yourself november 7th nobody so. tell right. low nobody tell <laughs> low if you um, see him don't where's this gonna be at? but this is at this is at d4 this is uh downtown pontiac okay um, on, on saginaw pike you know what i mean yeah uh, 
It's at 7 North Saginaw, but... uh, 7 North Saginaw? Yeah, and, you know, intending on throwing, like, a lot of performances and a lot of shows and booking a lot of stuff out of there. Not just hip-hop performances, poetry, you know, live band stuff. Get some bands up in there. Cool. Cool. All right, sounds like a spot to be. I'll be there. Pontiac. I'm coming through. Laura, you got anything coming up? I do. I have a uh, event on November 11th. Um, It's for Community Push. It's going to be at the Majestic Cafe. And um, they're partnered with Tino Friendly Foods. They're going to have a small plates menu, four or five dollars. There'll be a raffle. There's going to be a bunch of artists who have donated art for the raffle. Um, it's going to go to help to for them to um, rehab blighted parks in Detroit. They've turned a recreation center into a skate park. So there you go. Yeah, they're just trying to raise the money to get that really kind of off the ground administrative wise. So I'm helping organize. I think I might be on the microphone doing the raffle. So come through. Five You're bucks at the that. door. Five You're bucks good at the that. door. You're announcing those raffle numbers. Man. I've seen you do that. I love Uh, you know and then i really don't have much going on um my episode i I told you i did an episode on another podcast called passersby podcast uh i went to Mm -hmm. dark horse brewery i think that's posted now isn't it it's up now yes Uh, if you want to check that out the episode's called scav d and the balling out of control tour (laughs) (laughs) it's a i tell a story about the greatest vacation i ever took And it was. It was the balling out of control tour, boy. So you can hear that on michiganinternetradio.com. That is our podcast network. I'm pretty sure that's all lowercase. And it is Michigan now. The full word Michigan, not M-I. Perfect. It is michiganinternetradio.com, all lowercase. We're on there. And uh, yeah, we're, we're all over. We're on iTunes. I think we'll be on Google Play here soon, too. So yeah. Scab D, Passersby Podcast. Check me out on there. Yeah. Right? Right. All right. So. Lo, what's your social media? Uh, check me out. 1B007. There you go. Lori? Underscore L-O-R-I-W-I-L-D underscore Lori Wild. And that's on, you're on Instagram, right? Yeah, Instagram okay. and then Facebook. Instagram, yeah. Twitter. Just Google Scav D. It's short for Scavenge Detroit. I'm all over. Just pick one. Yeah, we'll and you can there. probably Google uh, one below, too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> And then and the Fake Ass Radio Show. We check are, out onebelow.com. There you go. Yep. Fake Ass Radio Show. We're on Twitter. Follow the shit out of us. We're at Fake Ass Radio too. So with that, I'm Scav. I'm Lori. Guacamole. <laughs> Who are you really? One Below. That's what's up. All right. And this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. Have a good night. Peace. Or Much good love. morning. Whenever you're listening, we're glad that you are listening. Thank you very, very much. Good day. Peace. 10-15. Yup. Yeah. <laughs>